Jamie and Stoney on 97.1 The Ticket. We are officially in the offseason for both the NBA and the NHL. Stanley Cup Finals wrapped up on Sunday night. NBA Finals ended last night. And joining us now is the general manager of the Detroit Red Wings. He joins us on the Troy Laser Hotline. It's Ken Holland on with Jamie and Stoney on 97.1 The Ticket. Kenny, good morning. How are you? Good. Nice to be with you. Great to have you. Your uh, your new arena is uh, it's coming along. You guys... Is it going to be ready for opening night, Ken? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. I think uh, Kid Rock is opening it with a uh, bunch of concerts before we play our first preseason game. So uh, it's going to be exciting for our fans and for our players. Now, uh, Kenny, you guys are going for the um, Calder Cup, the Grand Rapids Griffins. Uh, obviously, that's cool for the organization. What players? I mean, this is a pretty, as far as minor league teams, it's kind of uh, it's an older team. But what young guys on this team should Red Wing fans sit there and say, you know what? In a few years, this guy, this guy could be really, really good. Uh, well, obviously, our first round pick Svechnikov, who played a couple of games this year, uh, had a real good year for Grand Rapids during the regular season: twenty goals and fifty points, and he's. Uh, He's got 10 or 12 points in the playoffs, so so certainly him. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi's had a, uh, a very good playoff and actually probably a very good playoff for three straight years running in the American Hockey League. I think he's got 20 goals in about 37, 38 uh, career AHL playoff games. But Tyler's thir- 21 years old. Uh, Thomas Nosek, we're going to give an opportunity to make the team. Uh, uh, we signed him as an unrestricted free agent a couple, three years ago uh, out of the Czech League. Uh, those three would probably be the closest. What, what, what about the people seem to be really intrigued, and I've just seen highlights, so I'm not going to be an ex. Say I'm an expert. Joe Hicketts on defense, young guy, seems to be pretty popular out there. Well, I was just going to mention Joe Hicketts and Dom Turgeon are two 20 year olds too that are uh, young. Uh, you know, they both have a chance now. They're 20 years old. Joe Hicketts plays with a lot of passion. Uh, he plays bigger than his size. He's only five eight. Uh, not sure what he weighs, but he throws his body around. He's very competitive. He loves to play the, the game. He was one of the best defensemen in the Western Hockey League last year. He played on Canada's World Junior team the last two years. Uh, he's 20 years old, and uh, he's had a really nice, I think he had 35 to 40 uh, points during the regular season and uh, plays regular, and, and he's in the Calder Cup Finals. Um, so certainly he's a, a player that could defy. Uh, obviously, the National Hockey League is hard to make for small players, so you've got to be exceptional and and uh, he has a chance to be one of those small players that uh, that can play. Ken Holland with us here on 97 won the ticket. You guys won this thing in 2013. A lot of people, I'll put myself into that group, assumed that that meant automatic translation into the NHL. Should there have been more of a translation into the NHL, or is that just are they two different sports? Not sports, but you know what I'm saying. Is it just it's a totally different beast to succeed at this level than succeed at the next level? Well, I mean, two different leagues. Uh, you know, I would say that that. I, I, I don't know the odds, the, the numbers, but I'm going to, you know, 80 to 85 percent of the National Hockey League comes through that league. The 15 percent, the best, the superstars, just go right by that league. They go from junior, they go from the draft table, or spend a year in junior or two, and and they they, they bypass that league. So certainly, you're the superstars in the National Hockey League for the most part probably don't play in the American League or spend very very little time in the American Hockey League. The American Hockey League is for the other. 80, 85 percent who needs uh, one, you know two, three years to uh, physically get stronger, just just improve as a hockey player, uh, get ice time, get experience. Um, certainly, it's the, in my opinion, it's the best um, development league in the world, and there's 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 lots of players in the National Hockey League. 
um, that come through that league. But but again, the superstars, you know, if you go from team to team to team to team, the superstars either don't play in that league or, or spend very, very little time in that league. Now, t- tonight uh, they can wrap it up, and then if they lose tonight, it's uh, t- t- tomorrow for Game 7. Uh, Kenny, the, today is the uh, 20th anniversary of the uh, the limo accident involving uh, Vladimir Konstantinov and uh, Sergei Minatsakhanov. You know, what, do you ever sit around and say, what if this didn't happen, how life would uh, change with the Red Wings? Would you even have won the Stanley Cup in 1998? With uh, you know the Vladdy, let's the believe win it for Vladdy deal. Chris Chelios obviously probably wouldn't even been part of the organization. Do you ever stop and think, what if? Uh, yeah, I, occasionally I think that uh, I became general manager that summer, uh, about two or three weeks later. Um, I, I was the assistant general manager at the time. Um, you know, a year later we signed uh, Uwe Krupp to a four-year deal. Uh, that didn't work out. The following year. We went out and made the uh, the Chelios deal. So there's no doubt Chelios would not have been part of the organization if if we wouldn't uh, if if we wouldn't have lost Vladdy. I mean, Vladdy was 29 years of age. I think that year uh, he was second in the voting for the Norris Trophy. He actually finished way higher in the Norris Trophy Norris Trophy voting than uh, than Nick Lidstrom. So we had two of the best young the best defensemen in the world. Vladdy was 29. I think when Nick was about 26 or 27. So. Uh, uh, certainly, it was a tragic uh, loss to uh, to our organization, and also to those people and their families that uh, you know, you know, Vladdy uh, lost the opportunity, obviously, to have a, a healthy uh, a healthy life. So, uh, certainly, a very tragic uh, moment in time for for a, a, lo- a lot of reasons. You know, we who don't play sports always look at you know motivation and you know black bulletin board material and things like that. But it sure seemed from the outside, and it was it was it was definitely underlined to me and Stony because we were fortunate enough to be there in Washington D.C. when Vladdy was there for Game Four. Boy, it sure seemed like that tragedy bonded that particular team together to get back and win the Stanley Cup again. Was was it that strong of a motivating factor? I mean, you clearly had a great, very talented team. I don't want to dis, you know discount the the talent and the players and the coaching, but 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 how big of a factor was that for that ninety seven ninety eight team? I think it was a huge factor. I think yeah, the other thing you got to add in, if you remember, Fedorov was not was a was an was a free agent. Right. And, uh, in February, I think that year, um, Carolina gave him an offer. He was out until February. Carolina gave him an offer sheet, and we eventually matched. So we went. The team that won the Stanley Cup in '97 went into training camp uh, and, and played the first 50 games of the season. Actually, the entire season, obviously without Vladimir Konstantinov, but also without Sergei Fedorov. So. You know, I think that uh, winning the championship always brings people together. That's 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 something that uh, is so hard to do, and, and and it really bonds people. So winning the championship in '97, and then and then that group of people coming back in September, October that year, and having to deal with uh, the, the tragedy of, limo, of the limo accident, you know, added in the, the Fedorov holdout until February, I think really bonded that group and. Uh, was was really a motivating factor as we headed into the 90 uh, 98 playoffs. I think the other thing that happened in 90 in 97 uh we learned how to win. You know, like something you, you got to learn how to win and and sometimes you just don't you just got to keep doing what you're doing and and you know in 94 95 96 um we didn't quite know how to win and we you know we got we got we got beaten. I think that uh 
the 97 championship bonded that group and at the same time they realized uh, they had figured out how to uh, be the last team standing and I think that that was a, a, a major factor in us going back to back. You, you mentioned Sergey Fedorov so I'll just ask moving into a new arena uh, is it time to uh, have 91 in the rafters? I certainly think we have to have that 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 that, dis- that discussion internally. <laughs> internally, you know, I think that obviously what what ends up, what ends up happening is uh, through the years. Obviously, Mr. Oates was here and Mrs. Illich, uh, you know, Jimmy D, you know, going back to uh, you know, obviously Stevie Y and Nick Lipstrom were were you know Nick won eight Norris trophies and, and Stevie what he accomplished. They were they were. Uh, no-brainers, and it was done Im- immediately. Certainly with Sergey leaving the, the organization before his career had ended, and, and uh, you know, obviously we talked about the offer sheet, probably for factors that, that, that uh, have played into uh, where we are now, but certainly his he, he had a, a, a tremendous career, and I think he was one of the best uh, Red Wing players uh, in, in the history of the Red Wing franchise. So certainly I think that... Uh, uh, you know, Mrs. Illich, Chris Illich, Tom Wilson, Jim Devolano, myself—all the people that are that are that are uh, that are involved—probably uh, have to have a conversation about uh, about Sergey. It sounds like you would vote yes. <laughs> uh, we have to have a conversation. <laughs> Let us know how that goes. All right, uh, hey, Ken. Thanks for the time. Obviously, the off-season, the draft, free agency coming up. I know we'll be talking to you soon, but we certainly appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Thanks, right, There he is. Ken Holland joining us here uh, on the 97-1 The Ticket.